Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Heart and Soul. You guessed it, my name is Mistress Elisa. I'm here to walk you through five steps that will help you to embrace a more kink-friendly lifestyle. Five things that you can do if you are interested in being involved in BDSM. Now, some of you listening are already involved. Maybe you read the book or you saw the movie or, you know, you saw porn or whatever. You, you did something and your interest has been ignited, but you don't really know how to get started. Or maybe you got started and it wasn't a fulfilling experience. These five tips are going to help you. Before I start with number one, let's just go, go ahead and give something of a public service announcement. BDSM does not have to be unhealthy. It does not have to be ugly. It does not have to be degrading. It does not have to strip away at your soul. BDSM can actually be fulfilling and fun and exciting. And believe it or not, you do not have to have regrets afterwards. The thing about this lifestyle is that people get so caught up in following whatever their dick wants from them that they do things that feel good in the moment because they're so shocked. But, you know, immediately after sexual gratification, there's shame, embarrassment, guilt, fear, you know, regret, things like that. And so we want to cut those things out. Let's look at number one. What should you do if you want to have a fulfilling experience in BDSM? Well, first of all, you should know yourself. Sounds simple enough, but let me expound upon that a bit. You need to know who you are and what you're made of. You, the person, not you, the sexual organ. Not you with the really strong libido. Not you who has been programmed for certain sexual things. We're talking about the true you. The you that is reflected when there is no sexual drive or compulsion for a certain fetish. Who are you, the person? And before you answer this question, for instance, Clients will call me and say, you know, help me to understand who I am, please. And one of the things that I will say to them is, jerk off before you call me. Because I don't want any of my questions to be, I don't want you to answer any of my questions through the filter of your horny dick. And you may notice that, yes, I am speaking to men because men are basically my clientele. Um, I deal a little bit with women, but for the most part, I deal with alpha males who feel the need to submit. 
So that is specifically who I'm speaking to. Some of you who do not fall into that category may find some helpful tips here, but that is specifically who I'm speaking to. Okay, so you need to know who you are outside of your sex drive, outside of that horny space that you love to be in, that drives you, you know, that compels you. You don't want to be in that space when you're really trying to define who am I, okay? That's number one. Number two, define what you want, and that also includes defining your role. That, again, may sound simple enough, but so many clients call me saying, you know, I'm a switch. I'm a dom. Uh, sometimes I like to be submissive. And it, it just from the way that they try to communicate about who they are, if I were interested in sessioning with them, it, it's already a messy situation. Because on one hand, you're saying, I like to be in control. And then on the other hand, you're saying, well, I like to be the one who submits. And then you're saying, well, I like to switch it up and I like to get creative. And, you know, what's happening there is we have to refer back to number one. You are defining something outside of your sex drive. So when you're talking about what you want and what your role is, You don't define that according to what makes your dick go boing. You define that part of your involvement with self, with another, with the lifestyle by really thinking about what it is that you're missing. And I'm going to give you a hint. If you are one of my alpha males who really and truly feels the need to submit then you are not a switch, sweetheart. You don't need to go down that path. Let it go. Just let it blow away in the wind. Because what you're trying to do is come to a place where you can just relax and just be and you feel taken care of, but you at the same time are trying to control the situation. You've got this checklist in your head or maybe even on a piece of paper That always tickles me when a quote-unquote submissive comes to me with a piece of paper saying, this is what I want you to do for me. This works for me. I don't care. Are you coming to submit or are you looking for someone to perform for you? If you're looking for a performer, you're in the wrong place. Don't look for a true dom. Know your role. Know what you want. But think about this outside of your horny space because we're looking at BDSM as a lifestyle. If you are not interested in it as a lifestyle, then you really are just looking for a hooker. You're really just looking for someone to get you off. Whip out your credit card, pay her, she'll get you off, you go back to your wife, and you know, the end until you decide to do it again. You know, you're just looking for sexual favors for pay. If that's what you're looking for, then BDSM is okay for you. But as a submissive male, it's not going to work. It doesn't work at all. So define your role. Are you looking for kink? Are you looking to explore? Do you not really know what it is that you want? 
If you don't really know what you want, then I would recommend that you not be in control of your own exploration because that is a mess. A horny man who is in charge of his own exploration is going to end up in places that he never thought he would end up in. He will shock himself, he will embarrass himself, and he will create many, many memories that are full of regret and shame. You should not be in control of your own exploration unless there are some few there are a few exceptions unless you just happen to be one of those people who understands the difference between being happy because you got off and being actually fulfilled. You know, if you're the kind of person who can communicate with yourself and with another person honestly, then you shouldn't have any problems here. All right, let's go on to number three. Number three is acknowledge your personal boundaries. This is really important. You need to do this beforehand because when you are interviewing a dom and you are saying to this wonderful woman, I want to submit to you, um, you need to be able to tell her what it is that you will and will not do. You also need to tell her you know, the types of things that you're interested in when you're horny, but you're not sure if you can really embrace that. Now, some may say that you're not really submissive if you have boundaries. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think that any person who does anything in life without boundaries is nothing more than a welcome mat. And there is a big difference between a submissive male and a welcome mat. There's a big difference between a submissive male, meaning a man who is choosing to submit, and a man who is just desperate and clingy and, you know, he has no spine and, you know, it's, he's just so pathetic. You know, that is not submission. Okay? So you do need to have your personal boundaries. Are you willing to take a dildo up the ass? but not an actual cock up the ass. Are you willing to suck other men off? Are you willing to wear panties? Are you willing to, if you are not, if there are some things that you feel like would just be detrimental to your being, they just make a part of you scream out, no, that is not my truth. Then that needs to be a personal boundary for you. However, do keep in mind that if you are not fully self-aware, there will be parts of yourself that are your truth, but that you're just not acknowledging or embracing. And in those situations, a skillful dominatrix can help pull that truth out of you. If she's good enough, she can do it in such a way that it's compelling. And she can do it in such a way that you fall in love with those parts of yourself. I have had clients who have been transsexual, transgender, gay, cheating on their wives and wanting to walk the straight and narrow. They want to stop cheating. They want to be better fathers. And BDSM, believe it or not, is a place where all of those things can happen. I know. 
you probably are listening to me thinking, how in the hell can BDSM make you a better father, a better husband, a better lover, a better employee, a better boss? It's true. It's absolutely true. And if you don't believe me, then look at the, look at the foundation that I'm laying out for you here. You know, know yourself. Define your role. Um, acknowledge your personal boundaries. This kind of person is going to be assertive. This kind of person is not going to get lost in BDSM. This kind of person is going to be more self-aware. He's going to be able to see when he's opening his mouth and speaking bullshit. He's going to be able to understand when his actions are not matching his words. He's going to be able to, is this number four? This kind of person, I don't think I have this here as a step, but this kind of person is going to be able to, if he's not humble in the beginning, if he sticks with me, or if he sticks with a skillful dominatrix, he will learn to be humble. He will learn to look in the mirror and see what's there and deal with that shit instead of covering it up and running from it, hiding it, or deflecting onto another person. Creating drama, you know, so that he can get the attention off of himself. Okay? So if you don't think that BDSM can, I'm not saying that it always does, but if you don't think that BDSM can make you a better person, think again. It absolutely can if you're in the right hands. Let's move on to number four. You need to be prepared to commit to doing your emotional work. You need to also be committed to the idea of being honest with another person about your work. Let's say that that other person is your dominatrix. You need to be able to be honest with yourself so that you can then go and be honest with your dom. If you are lying to yourself, how in the hell are you going to be honest with your dom? If you say, and this happened just yesterday. This person actually got blocked. He was a dear, he was a dear little submissive in training, and I adored him. I still do, but I don't tolerate bullshit. So this person had been with me for about three months, and he sent me a message, and he said, "You know, I'm I'm interested in learning more from you. I would like an assignment that I can use at home." Because his previous assignments with his wife and with his daughter, and let me just stress here that this had nothing to do with anything sexual at all. These were assignments that helped him to be more present at home. Again, I stress, they had nothing to do with sex. So he wrote me and he says, I would like another assignment. So as I'm giving him another assignment and I'm asking questions, he, he starts to try to hint at what he really wanted. What he wanted was a tease and denial session. So he lied to get me to uh, log on and talk to him. And he wasted his time. He wasted my time. And, you know, that sowed a seed. Two phone calls later, it was like that seed of confusion of deception, it followed him into the next two conversations. And just yesterday, I got rid of him. Because you see, once you become comfortable with deceiving, 
Um, and once you are not, um, you're not comfortable with looking in the mirror. This person went through phases. There were times that he was comfortable being honest, but there were other times when he wasn't, and he was really inconsistent. If you're not committed to doing your emotional work and you're really torn between your pleasure and your work, if your pleasure wins out, then don't call a, a true dom. Don't pretend to be on this journey of, you know, growing and becoming better submissive. And don't do that. If you're really interested in growing and finding fulfillment in the lifestyle, you have to commit to doing your emotional work. That doesn't mean that you have breakdowns and you cry. And actually, that happens quite a bit. But that's not what I mean. I mean, just doing your honest work. How did you feel? How did that work for you? You know, what did you learn? That is being on your journey. And when you're able to be honest with your dom, then this becomes about much more than I'm going to fuck you harder in the ass and call you slut and, you know, really get vulgar and nasty and ugly and push boundaries just so that you can have the sexual high that you're looking for because you're desensitized to everything that is quote-unquote normal. And there is no normal, but quote-unquote normal. And so you find people pushing the envelope all because they've become desensitized. Let me tell you, if you are present emotionally and mentally, you don't become desensitized. You don't need to do something that does not ring true in order to have an amazing experience. And actually, you do not even have to have an orgasm. You don't have to release in order to have an emotional, uh, an amazing experience or an emotional experience. We have to rethink these things, have to rethink them. Let's go to number five. Follow your truth, not your dick. Yes. Follow your truth, not your dick. What is your truth? Are you gay? Are you transsexual? Are you transgender? Do you feel trapped? Do you have emotional stuff that you need to work through? Mm. Do you have some things from your past that are shaping the way that you define self? And the way that you live your life today, do you want to break free from those things? Would you like to embrace your truth and live your truth? What is your truth? Follow your truth in the lifestyle, not your dick. Not your dick. Because you know where your dick will lead you? Your dick will lead you into some situations that leave you exposed, um, exposed in such a way that you find yourself under the thumb of a woman who really doesn't give um, a fuck about you, honestly. You know, she's controlling your money. She's controlling your life. She may even be controlling the relationship that you have with your wife and your children. I have seen quote-unquote dominant women do some really ugly things because they haven't worked through their own shit. 
Yeah. And when a woman is in a position of authority, but she really feels weak on the inside, she is an atom bomb just waiting to go off. There will be a path of destruction behind her, with her, in front of her. You know, it's just destruction the whole way. The same thing can be said about a man with unresolved issues. And so it is upon all involved in the lifestyle to really follow their truth and to not be guided by fear or judgments, insecurities. Yeah. Let's do a quick review. Number one, know yourself. Number two, define what you want. Define your role. Figure out whether or not you need to explore. What is it that you're doing there? That's what number two is about. Number three, acknowledge your personal boundaries. Number four, be prepared to commit to doing your emotional work and to communicating honestly with your dom or your partner about what it is that you're processing. Number five, follow your truth, not your dick. And are you ready? I'm going to give you an extra tip. All of us should get rid of the notion that there is such a thing as being sexually submissive. We really should just throw that in the garbage where it belongs. There is no such thing as being sexually submissive. Really what you're saying, if you use that term, is that you're horny and you want what you want and you're going to pretend to submit and um, you really want this other person to perform for you and to give you what you want while you pretend that you want a dick or that you pretend that you like panties or you pretend whatever the fantasy is for that week. Because let me tell you, when you're involved in the lifestyle in this manner, what works for you today will not work for you in two weeks. You are on a fast path to destruction because you are going to quickly become desensitized to this fetish and then that one and then that one and then that one. And for those of you who have been in the lifestyle for longer than, let's say, three months, if you have been exploring BDSM for longer than three months, think about what excited you when you first began. If you've been following your dick, then what worked for you on day number one did not work for you on day number 21. So you pushed the envelope. What worked for you on day number 21 didn't work for you on day number 40. These fetishes only have a lifespan of, I want to say, seven to ten days, two to three weeks at the most, depending on how active you are in exploring or engaging in that fetish. If you are a fetishist, if you are saying that you are sexually submissive, you are creating a world of trouble for yourself. You're going to lose yourself or start to lose yourself if you have not already started to do so. I think I indicated that this podcast would be 15 minutes, but I'm definitely going to have to change that. Yes, I'm going to have to change that. I think I'll do that now. Uh, Oh, no, I can't get it. Okay, so here, I'm trying to change this. 
It's not working. I really need to learn how to use this platform. There we go. So we're going to make this 30 minutes. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this today. I hope that I've said something that has helped you because that is the goal here. BDSM can be absolutely amazing, but it can also be detrimental to all that you know. So be careful. This is Mistress Elisa. I've enjoyed once again speaking with you from my heart and soul because it is only when we deal with issues of the heart and soul that we are able to live fulfilling lives. See you next time.